With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. Show 1700 KBGG NFL draft conversation coming up. Uh, we will do so in about 15 minutes. Eric Galco, Optimum Scouting, go inside the NFL draft with Eric, and then we will talk some NHL with uh, Eddie Garcia. Overnights on Fox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, look forward to that. Uh, coming up about what, one thirty thereabouts, yep. I believe? Uh, ben Mahler's show is part of that program. Right now, John Miller joins us. Let's talk some Hawks with John Miller. It's been a while since we caught up to our old friend, John Trenton. Ken, how are you? Man, I, I heard a Jim Rome promo. You bring up Ben Mahler, and now I on. I'm on. This is like retread old guys uh, segment here. It kind of is a little bit hosted by an old guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, uh, John, the Cordell Pemsel news. Um, you know, did you did it catch you off guard? I mean, it seemed like there's been kind of a little buzz, but you know, seemingly it, it's things had quieted down. Uh, what was your what was your first thought when you heard the pencil news that uh, he's going to do what's right for him? Hats off to him. Uh, your first thoughts? Yeah, I, I'm not really caught off guard by any of this. I think we all expected there were going to be uh, a number of people either considering leaving after this season uh, or would leave after this season just because there's there's what seven or eight big men on this team. There's too many. There's too many big men and not enough guards. The Isaiah Moss flirting with the uh, NBA thing was a bit of a surprise, even though there's really nothing for him to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he said that, you know, he got the feedback he needed and he's coming back, which I think we all expected. Tyler Cook not really talking about that. I don't think that he's ready for the league, but I'm certainly not a pro scout. And Cordell Pemsel, I mean, to me, and this is just my gut, I have no inside knowledge. But listening to his statement about, you know, I've always wanted to play for Iowa, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to do what's best for me. Let's we'll wait and see. And I think wait and see is if Tyler Cook comes back, then he leaves. And if Tyler Cook doesn't come back, he stays. And that doesn't mean that they don't like each other. Rob Howell from Hawkeye Nation was quick to reply to me this morning on Twitter saying that they're very good friends. I just think it comes down to playing time. Yep. And, okay, no problem. Pretty simple. Mm-hmm. And uh, on the next step is Isaiah Moss. He's got his name in there. Hope to get a couple of workouts, I'm sure, for him and, and to get some feedback. But after hearing his comments last night, it, it looks like all signs to point to him coming back to Iowa next season. Yeah, and he's someone that just needs to find that consistency mm-hmm. in his game because he's got good talent. He can actually get to the rim. He's, he's really exciting at times in transition. Because, you know, his freshman year, he just had a great knack for finishing well at the rim in transition and even getting bumped around. Last year, you know, what did he average? Maybe 11, 10, 11 points a game. But he did so, you know, getting 28 and then four. That's how he got to his average. It wasn't a consistent, you know, 8 to 12. He was just feast or famine. Iowa can't have that. They also have to have him learn how to play the point on their zone defense. 
They have to have a lot of guys learn how to play defense. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if he comes back and isn't consistent, then he's also going to be battling for playing time, too, at that uh, two-guard slash three position with young Mr. Wieskamp. Yeah, indeed. Who's uh, <clears throat> Boy, if he's halfway as good as we think he's going to be, John's going to be fun to watch. You know, back to Tyler Cook for a minute, because I agree with you. I don't think he's anywhere close to the NBA the NBA is got is loaded with six foot nine athletes. They just are, and those athletes, for the most part, can play some defense and can consistent consistently drop a fifteen foot jump shot. And those are two things at this point that I don't think Tyler Cook has uh, in his repertoire. Does it seem to you that regardless of what the NBA um, feedback is? that he's probably not going to wear the black and gold next year. I, I just get that sense, John, that whatever he hears, uh, the, the chances of him in Iowa City, at least from where I sit, are, are pretty slim. Yeah, I think they're growing slimmer. And with the G League, Trent, you probably know this, what's the term where you know a team like signs you and stashes your way in the G two League? You get like. A yeah, two-way, two-way play. Yep. That's exactly the term I was looking for. Is that through. like Nader was? Yes. Up yes. Nader? Yep. 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 See, if you, can, if you can get a two-way deal, you can go and you make your, I don't know, what is it, 25 to 45K or whatever while you're training. You don't have to go to Europe. Or you can make more money in Europe, but you're in America. Mm-hmm. you got the opportunity to go up and down if you flash. I can see that being attractive uh, to him because he probably thinks he's only a year away from actually being mm-hmm. done with college anyway. So that is something to consider as well but again those aren't things i've heard and he's got a great family strong support uh so he's going to get you know good direction that's germane to him and i have more power to him if he can go and make money and feel like he wants to do that at 19 making 30 40 grand a year okay that's cool no problem about it because in, in the real world i say all the time on twitter in real life i think college is overrated for most people i think you're going and making a mistake by racking up Sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars in debt to get a general freaking arts degree or liberal arts degree, and you don't know what you're going to do. You're behind the eight ball. When Jimmy, Jimmy from down the street, went and got his trade uh, at eighteen after he got out of the high school, and he was making, you know, twelve, fourteen dollar an hour starting. Now he's up to eighteen, twenty dollars an hour, and he's saving. Jimmy's going to be way ahead of the curve by the time you get to forty, even though your earnings power to degree comes back. So, no problem with that. I'm with you. Yeah, and and let's say that's the case. Ken and I ended the last hour both hopeful for Iowa next year in hoops. Are you hopeful as well, even without Tyler Cook, that that this team is certainly going to be better than what we saw a year ago and, and maybe substantially? If you're an optimist, and I am, then the only emotion that you can have is hope. Uh, if you sit and look at the realities of it, the def- you know they have to get – they have to become average on defense. If they can get to average on defense, then yeah. they, they got a shot. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say that if Tyler Cook leaves and everybody else stays, it's not addition by subtraction. But I also think that there are some players who will get more minutes, who will actually score more points and make more of an impact. Now, will they make Tyler Cook's one-on-one indefensible impact? No. Mm-hmm. But Tyler Cook's not very good on defense. Right. Uh, and maybe uh, a Ryan Creener or somebody else can be better there. And and overall, you're getting eight more points per game from guys from last year, but they're also limiting the opposition six more. So you're talking a net of 14, and there's Tyler Cook's production. So I don't know. I, I, I guess there's hope. 
I have hope they'll be better. I am not hopeful that the NCAA tournament is a likely Uh, John Miller, HawkeyeNation.com. John, get you out of here on this. Um, uh, Kirk Ferentz uh, had his teleconference today. Not sure if you were able to listen in or not. Uh, Whether you were or whether you didn't, uh, what some of your takeaways thus far from the spring? Yeah, I was able to hear that today. You know, I think the biggest thing is there's there's more questions surrounding this team than I thought at the end of the season. Uh, you know, back in January, I was like, okay, the schedule next year, that was like a possible nine-win schedule. You get in a little more granular, especially with James Daniels moving on. That that that, that was a big loss. And you look at the linebacker, they, they're talking about a rotation, mm-hmm. talking about six guys. There's really not a bell cow right now, at least, at least known to us from that linebacking core. The offensive line, there, there's some guys that have experience there, no doubt, but it's well, we'll see. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of uh, long in the tooth. Your your tackles are going to be you know second year players mm-hmm. uh, by and large, or, or both sophomores. So there's a concern. Iowa hasn't had consistent playmakers at wide receiver for a long time. There's a concern. Punning, it's uh, a big concern. Yeah. So there's a, there's too many concerns on this team for me to feel much better than seven or eight wins at this point in time. We will talk to you in the weeks to come. Thank you, John Miller. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Good to talk to you, John Miller. HawkeyeNation.com. As we talk some Iowa, let's take a break. Yeah, little NFL draft. I'm set for this. And we're less than five hours away from playoff hockey, Ken. Mm. (laughs) Pass me that bucket. Very nervous. We'll come back. We'll do some NFL conversation. Eric Galco, Optimum Scouting. Eddie Garcia on the NHL playoffs. Every single one of the series at about one thirty. Trent and I till 2, 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you. 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. All of us parents have heard about skyrocketing college tuition costs and staggering student loan debt for graduates and naturally wonder, what can you do? We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. A 529 college savings plan allows parents or relatives to set aside money for their future college students and possibly save on taxes too. With an automatic monthly savings plan, this makes for a simple and steady way to add to this account. For information, visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 440- one one three three. Guys, Trent Condon here again for New Leaf Wellness. Warm weather is going to be here before you know it, and if you added some pounds during the winter, New Leaf Wellness can help you. Great treatment programs designed specifically for you. I'm on the GAC and Mick. It has helped me not just lose weight with my energy level, no more lulls in the afternoon. Give them a call today. Set up a free, no-obligation consultation. 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Let's feel better together with New Leaf Wellness Centers. Join Coach Ben Jacobson, Fran McCaffrey, Steve Prome, along with new Drake coach Darren DeVries, along with their wives as they form one team with the American Cancer Society for the 11th Annual Coaches vs. Cancer Gala, presented by Hy-Vee on Friday, May 4th at the Ron Pearson Center in West Des Moines. A great opportunity to gather with friends, family, colleagues for an evening to honor those who are currently facing a journey with cancer, to celebrate all cancer survivors, and remember those who have lost the battle to cancer. Don't miss this special evening and the opportunity to make a difference for cancer patients and their families. Contact Katie Knutson 
at the American Cancer Society to purchase tickets. Call 515-727-0058 or visit coachesversecancergala.com. If you're not hungry already, you will be in a second. You already know Montana Mike's has the best steaks and best burgers around. And of course, succulent seafood, your favorite pasta dishes, and great combos with ribs and chicken. So why not choose Montana Mike's for all your carry-out, catering, banquet, and party needs? Whether it's a small gathering with family and friends or a full-blown feast for a large group, let Montana Mike's do the cooking for you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy Montana Mike's for lunch or dinner. Montana Mike's with two locations, just north of I-80 on Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines and on Highway 14 in Newton. Montana Mike's. Montana Mike's is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Montana Mike's gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. My name is Becky Mooney, and I'm with the Sparkle Run. This is our fifth year of the Sparkle Run in memory of Aaron Mooney, who passed away from leukemia in October of 2013. The Sparkle Run benefits local nonprofits who support families affected by childhood cancer. This year's event is on Sunday, May 6th, and will benefit the Pinky Swear. Foundation, who supports families through rent and mortgage payments, car payments, insurance, child care, and gas cards. We will have family activities and packet pickup from 12 to 2 p.m., a 5K walk and run at 2 p.m., and a one-mile fun run at 3 p.m. All this is held at DMAC in Ankeny. For more information or to register, go to getmeregister.com backslash the sparkle run. Hey guys, Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. To enjoy life indoors during Iowa's hottest months, call Logier Heating and Cooling. Right now, you can save $3,400 or more with combined rebates on a new Dave Lennox signature system from Logier. Check out LogierHeatingCooling.com for details. For over 110 years, Logier has made Central Iowans happy inside. See customer reviews on Google, Facebook, and the Des Moines BBB website. Call Logier at 267-1000. We make you happy inside. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent's with me until 2 o'clock. Jimmy B in TC this afternoon. Afternoon drive from 4 until 6. Eric Galco, Optimum Scouting. You can read him at the Sporting News. He covers the NFL Draft. Eric's going to join us next week. We'll do Iowa and Iowa State next week, Trent. And we'll do a little bit more general today. Eric Galco joins us. Eric, Trent Connor, my name is Ken Miller. Welcome. Uh, glad you have you on here in Des Moines. How are you doing, Eric? I'm doing great. I'm out here in beautiful Florida. I'm working with a new football league called Your Call Football, but I always ready to talk draft with you guys. Your Call? Well, tell me about Your Call Football. Yeah, it's, uh, it's awesome. It's a new, uh, a new football league. Um, its first game will be May 3rd, May 10th, and May, 18th, and May 17th. Um, but here's the best part. Fans, call the plays live on the field. <laughs> no. Download the app, Your Call Football app. Um, you download the app. 
like in Madden, you get three <laughs> plays that our head coach, Mike Sherman, picks. You pick one of those three plays, majority vote goes. That's ruled awesome. on the field, and that play happens. Our players are all, it's my job to get the players here. The players are all former NFL players um, and really great guys to be on here. So it's, it's an awesome venture down here. That <laughs> sounds fun. You know, speaking of your call, what if Cleveland Browns fans had their call on who that the Browns would draft first and fourth? What do you think the consensus would be about the Browns at one? Is it is it Darnold? Is it Allen? Those seem like the two most likely. Where are you at this point, Eric? Yeah, you know, I'm thankful to talk to people throughout the league. And, and I, what I've heard consistently since Sam Darnold declared for the NFL draft that he will be the first overall pick. And according to my sources, nothing has changed on that front. Um, but people are respecting the injury reporting that Josh Allen is very much in play. And you look at kind of what Cleveland Browns want in a quarterback, both in what John Dorsey values, which is high upside talent, and he trusts Hugh Jackson to develop his quarterback, as well as that kind of Cleveland Browns mentality maybe fits better with a guy from – Wyoming as opposed to USC or UCLA, mm. that's kind of where the Josh Allen stuff comes from. But I firmly believe that Sam Darnold is the best quarterback in this draft class. If he stayed in USC another year, he'd be considered a, an Andrew Luck-level prospect in the 2019 draft. Everybody in the league I've talked to believes he is the best passer in this draft class, and I think he'll go first overall. So another of the quarterbacks that's talked about a lot, Josh Rosen. And, and mm-hmm. I, this is a silly time of year. You know, we, we get into things that you look back upon and leave you scratching your head. Why are people concerned about him being too smart as opposed to the concussions he had in college? Yeah, the concussions are, are a real part of it. I think for the concussions, it's less about a team not taking him. It's more about teams feeling comfortable taking him. And, and teams are not going to say, you've had concussions, we're not taking you early if you're a franchise quarterback. You know, If you get a franchise quarterback for three years, that's pretty important as a team building a, franchise, a Super Bowl contender. So even Josh Rose's concussion stuff is more of a, hey, if it's a tie, we'll pick the other guy. Most of our teams still love Josh Rosen. But I think the, the character stuff with him, it's less about him being too smart, right? Everybody likes smart quarterbacks. That's really important. It's more about his divisiveness that NFL teams are concerned about. Teams are not saying, I don't want this guy. It's an aspect they want to consider. And teams wouldn't be doing their homework if they didn't kind of ask those hard questions. And one scenario I've always brought up that teams have asked is saying, hey, internally, hey, if Josh Rosen leads fourth quarter and his receiver drops two passes, the end zone is Josh Rosen going to blame himself or his teammates in the media because you lose one teammate in an NFL locker room mm. and that spreads like a cancer and that's where teams are coming from so they're not saying they don't like Josh Rosen but it's a real question to ask when that same scenario doesn't come up with Sam Darnold or Josh Allen we never hear about those guys opinions on college athletes being paid or playing in bowl games we only hear Josh Rosen that's why teams are at least asking the question Hmm. You know, uh, Eric Galko is our guest. Again, we'll do Iowa and Iowa State players next week with Eric. Eric, uh, I don't have to tell you that, you know, when, when a team that, that has a, a high draft pick takes an offensive guard, the, that, fans, that fan base just goes apoplectic. That's the last thing that they want to see. We're seeing a lot of, of, of Quentin Nelson somewhere in the 5-8 to eight range. The Bears are at 8. A lot of Bears fans in the listening audience. Can you set their mind to these? Because when I look at this, this road grader play, I see a guy that's going to play for 10 or 12 years, injuries aside, uh, and be a multiple-year All-Pro. I think he's that good. Is he worth taking that high? When, when you see Quentin Nelson, can you set some fan bases' minds at ease? Yeah, you know, I think the, the rise of just how many people are following the draft, along with social media and seeing all of Quentin Nelson's pancake blocks and how dominant he could be, I think people are hopefully getting a little more comfortable with the guard there, especially as good as he is. And it's really important. He is going to play in the NFL for a long time. He's a relatively safe player mentally, 
physically is no real concern in terms of being a long-term player. And you can ask Washington Redskins fans if they're happy with Brandon Sheriff. Yeah. He's a guard center that was taken in the top five with Scott McClellan as the GM. And the Redskins now have a great offensive line, and he's a big reason for that, too. So for offensive guard, I- I've won the NFL and talking to all line coaches. It's less about having a great left tackle and a great this. You've got to have three really good offensive linemen. If you have three really good offensive linemen, they can pick up the slack for your other two spots. So Quinn Nelson maybe will be the left side blind side protector that every team covets, but his play will help that left tackle or help that center or help allow the team to put a tight on the other side and feel comfortable. That's what Quinn Nelson does. He dominates his area. He makes other teammates better and will give a better offensive line play just by him himself. So I think the Denver Broncos at five are very much in play. I think he goes someplace in the top nine picks. How about your thoughts on Bradley Chubb? I really enjoyed yeah. watching him at NC State. I'm hopeful. I'm a Bears fan that he falls to, to eight and my Bears can swoop in and grab him. Any chance of that? Your thoughts on Chubb overall? Yeah, keep dreaming there. I don't think he's <laughs> falling that far. He may not get out of the top two overall picks. Wow. The New York Giants are, have invested a lot of money in the past before their new GM, Dave Gettleman, got there on the defense. I think Gettleman feels that, hey, if I can add Bradley Chubb, I've kind of completed this defense. We can have that Giants defense of old. When Eli Manning won two Super Bowls, and that's what the feeling is right now in New York on why Chubb makes sense. And again, he can kind of complete that unit. They did trade Jason Pierre-Paul, so they do have an opening at defensive end. But I think Saquon Barkley is still very much in play. And Dave Gettleman, former GM of the Carolina Panthers just a year ago, stood pat at the eighth overall pick and took a guy, Christian McCaffrey, that I haven't heard a single team had a top ten grade on him. So he didn't move down. He stood his ground and took the running back he wanted with a team that already had a running back and already had a great quarterback. I think Saquon Barkley can really help this, this offense in New York and finally get the running back they haven't had since, I guess, Tiki Barber is the last good one they had, mm. and give a culture-changing guy to a team that wants to kind of transition the offense away from Eli Manning and even away from Odell Beckham to a new leader that could be Saquon Barkley. So I think both those guys are in play, too, but Bradley Chubb. Oh, just at the very end. Right out of time. Well, we'll get Eric on again next week. I really enjoyed that conversation. I did, too. That was good. That was good stuff. But he was about to give us his Bradley Chubb. Yes. And... Where it's going to be? But Giants that, That's two? a tease. I still think they're taking a quarterback. You do. Eli Manning can't play forever. They're the, they have the two pick. Josh Allen? Josh oh, Rosen? I don't like Josh Allen. No, well, you see, the, 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 the I guess luxury you have is Eli plays this year and Allen sits a year. Okay, and then he's bad as a second year. I, I don't think he's going to be good. I just, I don't see it. So he's of the quarterbacks in the first oh. round. You'd rather have Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield? Yes, yes. Would you? Competition I, bothers you? Yeah, how he's done how against. How poorly he played against yeah. Iowa bothers you? Iowa, mm-hmm. Nebraska the year before. Nebraska the Anytime year before. he's played. And Nebraska the year before, he had some guys. He did. Last he year he didn't five have five picks in that game. Yeah, he threw a bunch. Yeah. yeah, interesting. We'll take a timeout. We will get Eric Galco next uh, week. We promise we'll do uh, Iowa State Lazard Lanning. Of course, the Hawks. Uh, we will do that. And what day? Maybe Tuesday next Sounds week about with right. Eric Galco. Yeah. Uh, and appreciate him coming on today. Eddie Garcia, Fox Sports Radio, overnights. NHL will preview quick hit on every one of the eight series that begin tonight when we come back. It's the Ken Miller Show, seventeen hundred KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M industrial pressure washers. Mighty M built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. You can help plant the seeds of hope in the heartland. Imagine how an at-risk child's life can change when one small act of kindness leads to an entirely different path. Wildwood Hills Ranch is transforming the lives of at-risk children, one heart and one child at a time, through year-round character, leadership, and teamwork training. Frederick Douglass was right. It is better to build strong children than repair broken men. Help forge a path by sponsoring an at-risk child today. Learn more by visiting wildwoodhillsranch.org. Showplace Kitchens is now Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. We're changing our name to better represent what we do. What is it, you ask? At Showplace Cabinetry Design Center, we create beautiful, functional environments with cabinetry. Whether it's a remodel, addition, new construction, or even refacing, the designers at Showplace Cabinetry Design Center are eager to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Right now, Spring Black Friday savings at the Home Depot means more power for less paycheck. Save $50 on Ryobi 40-volt cordless outdoor power equipment. The power of gas without the gas. Enough power to get the whole job done. Plus, right now, it's also the power of 50 bucks in your pocket. So cut the cord, but keep the power with $50 off Ryobi 40-volt trimmers, blowers, and mowers only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Boss buys last, in-store only. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. Baseball. Is there another professional sport that brings out as much passion and as many memories in their fans? Kevin the Flag Guy here. We love baseball at Heartland Flags. Go Reds. We know what the flag means, and so do you. The classic pinstripes, the simple W, or the iconic throwback logos of your favorite team. Baseball is back, and it's time to fly your favorite team's flag. Shop in-store, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or online at heartlandflags.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Uh, it's the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon and myself with you until 2 o'clock. As promised, Eddie Garcia Puck Podcast on uh, Fox Sports Radio. He does overnights on the Ben Mahler Show. He stayed up or got up late early uh, to talk to us and to do this segment. Because it's the cup was the message I got back from Eddie. And we're grateful that you're doing this. Eddie Garcia, Trent Conn is my partner, Ken Miller in Des Moines. How are you, Eddie? I'm doing great, Ken. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, good to talk to you. Wonderful time of year. Playoffs are set. They dropped the puck tonight. 
Um, you know, so many, so many different paths to go to. I guess we'll start in the West. You know, what I want to start with is is with the Golden Knights, Eddie, because you watched them very closely in Vegas. Uh, the Kings and the Golden Knights. Here we go. It's going to be a blast. But do you? F- when you watch Las Vegas, watch them the same way I do, at least in the last month of the season. I don't think they're playing as well for whatever reason going into the playoffs as they were throughout the regular season when seemingly they couldn't lose at home. Are the Golden Knights uh, as good as they were early in the season? I don't think so, and I, I don't think the Tampa Bay Lightning are I'm with either. You. I um, agree. Both, both of those two teams looked so good early on, and Look, there are plenty of teams in the NHL that would have loved to have struggled, in air quotes, the way the Golden Knights and the Lightning did late in the year. But the fact is, and I think you're 100% right, neither one of those teams is playing their best hockey when it matters most. And that's sometimes the way things go uh, in the Stanley Cup playoffs when you see so many teams lose. And one of the great things about the Stanley Cup playoffs is, you know, it's so unpredictable, uh, you know, unlike in years past in the NBA playoffs, maybe again this year we'll have to wait and see. But, uh, you know, not unusual to see eight seeds, uh, you know, win early on or even go all the way like we saw last year with Nashville or a few years back with the L.A. Kings winning it all. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of people picking Los Angeles to win this series, and I, I certainly understand why. Now, I think Vegas is still a, a very good team. I love Marc-Andre Fleury and Nett. He's won three Stanley Cups, including a part of the last two championship teams in Pittsburgh. So you've got, you know, a tremendous matchup in goal with Flurry in one end for Vegas, Jonathan Quick at the other end for LA, who's won two Stanley Cups. A tremendous goalie matchup. But to answer your question, are the Golden Knights playing as good now as they were earlier in the year? No, they're not. Are they ripe to be upset in the first round? I kind of think they are. I'm with you, Eddie. I, I see the I see that series the same way. Well, let's stay out there and and Anaheim just uh, such a veteran presence. Uh, last time my Jets were in the playoffs, they taught them a lesson. Uh, we're three years down the road from that point, but a lot of the you know the the main cogs in that uh, in that uh, Ducks uh, wheel are still there. How do you see this one? Uh, San Jose's playing well. I like the Evander Kane pickup. He seems to be playing well for them since he got out of purgatory in Buffalo. Uh, how do you see that series, Eddie? I think it's extremely close. I, you know, if it doesn't go at least six, I'll be surprised. I, I think it's going to go seven. You know, the both teams right now have a couple of big injury issues for Joe Thor- for uh, San Jose. Joe Thornton, their future Hall of Famer, is not going to be ready for the start of the playoffs. Will he be ready at the end to maybe give him an edge? I don't know. He's got a knee issue. He's been dealing with. Didn't play for uh, much of many weeks there at the end of the season. Uh, he's a big key for them. I do agree with you. I like the Evander Keen pickup for him at the trade deadline. This will be his playoff debut, and I'm sure he's got to be very excited to finally play some very meaningful games for him. For Anaheim, Cam Fowler, one of their top defensemen, is going to miss the entire first round. He may be back later in, in the playoffs if they're still around. Um, I'm really concerned about their goalie, uh, John Gibson. Seven times this season he's had to leave a game due to injury, and it just seems like he's uh, you know kind of a ticking time bomb. They've got a veteran uh, backup goalie in Ryan Miller who's been around the block many times, uh, but he's not their number one goalie. I just wonder if John Gibson can finish the series and, and play the way he's capable of. That certainly could be the edge for Anaheim. They've also got home ice where they've been pretty good at home as well, but Gibson has been so tough to figure out if he can – 
he must still be dealing with whatever it is this injury is. I mean, it's so many times it's happened. I, I think if you're a Ducks fan, you're keeping your fingers crossed, maybe your toes too, that he can make it through the series. But it, it's extremely close. I think it's as close as any of the series. And, again, I, I can easily see this going seven. And it's almost a coin flip who's going to win it. Yeah, I'm with you. I think that's the toughest one for me to pick as well. Eddie Garcia, Fox Sports uh, Radio is our guest. Well, Trent will get here in a second. I'll save Wild and Jets for him. Let's finish in the West. And, you know, Colorado, really a remarkable story. I think, Eddie, uh, as you think back to the, before the season started in October, most people had Colorado either 30th or 31st in the Golden Knights, you know, in that other slot. And here they are both in the playoffs. Colorado, phenomenal, phenomenal season. But the, how about the year? Nathan McKinnon had he's he may win the Hart Trophy I think he's got every good bit of chances anybody uh, to capture that hardware but they got some work to do playoff wise Colorado and Nashville can this thing can the Avs give the Preds a fight in round one well I think it's going to be very difficult now you're right they're a tremendous story and if it were not for the Vegas Golden Knights we'd be talking a lot more about what an amazing turnaround the Avalanche had. 40-plus more points this year than last year. And, you know, I listened to our podcast uh, of, of before the, pre, the before the season started to see how smart or how dumb we are <laughs> and listen to our preseason predictions. And we I got a good chuckle when my partner and I both agreed that the one thing we knew out of the Central Division, that the Avalanche would not make the playoffs. Uh, Jared Bednar, their head coach, is certainly deserving of Coach of the Year uh, consideration uh, to come back after taking over the job uh, abruptly before the season started last year when, when Patrick Wall left suddenly, uh, and then to have the team play so poorly. A lot of people probably wondered, and maybe even his own players, was this guy a, a legitimate NHL coach? Thankfully, they gave him another chance to come back and show what he could do, and man, what a turnaround for Colorado. But to take on Nashville and beat them, uh, it just may be too much to ask, even though, as you said, Nathan McKinnon has been wonderful this year. You know, they made a major trade, trading away Matt Duchesne, mm-hmm. and it seemed to just somehow clear the air for this Avs team. They took off from there. Um, Pecorine and that their goaltender, who is going to be a Vezina Trophy finalist, I believe, with the best defensive core yeah, no in the NHL. Uh, you know, it's so difficult. And, and, you know, you well know home ice advantage can be not much of an advantage sometimes in hockey. Nashville has a real home ice advantage. They play so much better at home. The environment there is as good as any in hockey. It's really unbelievable. It's, it's such a tall task for Colorado. You know, the only chance I guess they have is, you know, is that they got no, they got nothing to lose. You know, mm-hmm. they're going into this series, and there's not going to be many people picking them. You can argue that they have been kind of in playoff mode this you know whole last month just to squeak in there literally beating St. Louis on the final day to get into the playoffs. So it's going to be a tall task. I really, I really, really like Nashville. I really, really love uh, the way they're playing in all, all levels of the ice. So it's going to be a tall task. I, I think Nashville's too much for them. Well, speaking of tall task here, Eddie, Trent here with you. And uh, the Minnesota Wild make their way to Winnipeg for the first couple of games. A young Jets team here. What would it take for the Wild to pull the upset? Because speaking of uh, people picking the upset, I saw, I think, 13 people picking uh, online. I didn't see anybody take the Wild. What's it going to take for Minnesota? Uh, well, I hate to say this, and Ken, you can put your fingers in your ears maybe, <laughs> but uh, an injury to Connor Hellebuck? Mm. Uh, I, don't, I, I mean, that's about the only thing I can see because 
Winnipeg, it's finally it's finally their their yep. year. I think uh, not only will they finally in their their more recent you know incarnation get a playoff win, which they haven't had since they were the Thrashers slash Jets, zero and eight in the playoffs. They're gonna get the win. I'll bet the Zamboni on that, and I think they're finally going to win a series, maybe more than one. I, the second round matchup against Nashville could be tremendous. But, uh, you know, it's again, I, I talk about, uh, you know, our, our preseason show that we did, and I remember talking about Winnipeg and looking at the roster and reading the names and thinking, why is this team not better? The talent is there. And finally this year, they got the goaltending. Connor Hallebuck uh, had uh, a tremendous year. I think they, they really felt he was their goalie of the future, but was he ready to lead them to where they wanted to go now? They went out in the offseason and got – the veteran Steve Mason, that didn't work out at all. But Connor Alibux, uh came of age. Uh, I think he could very well be a Vesna Trophy finalist, maybe even the winner. Who knows? I think it's Pecorine, but Hellebuck is right there in the discussion. Uh, you could certainly argue he doesn't have the defensive talent around him that Pecorine does in Nashville. Maybe he gets more marks for that. But, uh, you know, he was unbelievable, and I think the rest of the roster – kind of lived up to the expectation that Kyle Connor, a rookie, mm. uh, scores 30 goals. That's unbelievable. Uh, and then the rest of the talent around him is is there. They're ready. Now they've got uh, – I don't think their home ice is quite as good as Nashville, uh, but it is strong as well. Uh, they, they play very well at home. Uh, that place is going to be rocking. I think this is finally the year where Winnipeg gets the playoff win, they get the series win, and then at least goes to the next round. Yeah, the whiteout's going to be spectacular. I, I can't wait to see it tonight, 6 o'clock Central Time. Patrick Liney scored more goals since he oh. came into the league than anybody, and he's 19, still 19 years old. 19 years old. Oh, Unbelievable. I, 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 you know, I had to remind myself, he's a teenager. Yes. You know, he looks like a man, and he plays like a man. He's, uh, he's very, very talented. What a lethal goal scorer he is. No doubt. And let's uh, quickly go through the East, get a quick t- take on uh, on the okay. series in the East. We'll start New Jersey, Tampa Bay. New Jersey's got speed. Taylor Hall, remarkable season. I'm with you. I don't think Tampa's playing as well as they were. How do you see it? You know, I still got to believe Tampa Bay is just more talented. Um, I don't know what's going on with them defensively. Uh, late in the year, they were winning games, but a lot of them were going to overtime. A lot of them were going to shootouts. You know, in the final week of the season, they beat Buffalo seven to five. You allowed five goals to the worst team in the NHL. Uh, it just kind of was indicative of the way they've been playing. But they've got Victor Hedman, who I think could be a Norris Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steven Stamkos, though, we'll see. He's back at practice, but he had some uh, some injury issues. Their captain, they're going to need him to be at 100% to at least uh, move on in the playoffs and, do, and have a deep run. Um, you know, I, I love the, uh, the trade deadline pickup of Ryan McDonough to help out their defense. Uh, Nikita Kucherov had an MVP-type season for them. There's a ton of talent on Tampa Bay. Andre Vasilevsky, their young goaltender, I thought did a nice job this year as well. So the talent is there for New Jersey. Taylor Hall has been an MVP. But what else do they have? Not a lot. And Keith Kincaid, their goalie, is making his playoff debut, as is Taylor Hall. He's never played mm-hmm. in a playoff game before. So it's it's a tough task for New Jersey. I think they could give Tampa a bit of a run, but at the end, I think I think the Lightning are just too talented. Mm, Toronto-Boston. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, the playoff format in the NHL I'm with has two of the best teams in the East facing in the first round. It's a shame just like last year with Pittsburgh and Columbus, it's a shame that one of these teams has got to be out in the first round. 
win. I think they're good enough to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, but that's the that's the format that we have. It's a tremendous match of two teams over 100 points, and yet again, one of them's going to be out early. Um, I got to go with Boston. I think just a little bit too talented this year. I, I love the mix of the young players who have stepped up and performed well with the mix of the veterans like Marchand and, and Bergeron, Tukarask, and Ned, a veteran goalie who's been there and has done that. But, uh, you know, Toronto, original 16, this is the most points they've ever had in a season, ever. And they've been around over 100 years. Yep. So to say that they've had a, a great year is, is, you know, really something, too. So, what a, again, uh, may, maybe the cry after this, because it's Toronto and Boston, it's not Columbus like last year, maybe they, they, they say, we got to change this format. But, like I said, a very, very good team is going to be out in the first round after that one. Five, six years ago, the Flyers pulled the upset in the first round against the Penguins. Does it happen again? I don't think so. Uh, but, you know, boy, you talk about a hatred matchup between two teams that really, really dislike each other in Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. Claude Giroux has been so good for Philadelphia. He's an MVP candidate. Big bounce-back season for him. Um, you know, in net, though, for Philadelphia, Brian Elliott is – back and healthy now, but uh, he hasn't played much this year. I'm not sure what you're going to get out of him. For Pittsburgh, they got to keep their fingers crossed that their goalie, Matt Murray, stays healthy. When he's healthy, he's one of the best in the league, but there's no Marc-Andre Fleury to bail him out this year. So if he stays healthy, though, and I, I, I look at you know people, who are they picking to win it all? And I hear Nashville, and I hear Boston, and I hear Winnipeg maybe. I hear, uh, you know, I don't hear Pittsburgh. No one's nope. saying Pittsburgh. They've won their two-time defending Stanley Cup champs. How is it possible this team is laying in the weeds? But they are. And Sidney Crosby did not have an MVP-type season, but he's still Sidney Crosby. Evgeny Malkin is still very talented. Phil Kessel can score. Uh, you know, Chris Letang back, and he didn't have him for the playoffs last year, and they still won. So I, I really think Pittsburgh makes it to the Eastern Conference Finals again. Do they have enough to get by? A Tampa Bay or a Boston, I'll have to wait and see. But uh, it's amazing that they're it's somehow they're being a little bit overlooked. Can Columbus knock out Washington in the first round? Well, yes. Um, but talk about a matchup of two franchises that have been disappointments for for years. Uh, Columbus has never won a series. They've never won a playoff series. I think it's 17 years as a franchise they've been around, still looking for that first playoff series win. Maybe they get it here. For Washington, no one's expecting anything out of them, despite having another good year. And Alexander Ovechkin with 49 goals, and you know what a what a unbelievable talent he is. But you know, I, I I thought last year for Washington, I said if this isn't the year, then they need to blow it up, whatever that means, uh, and start over because this core group has proven they've been given enough chances, and it's not going to happen. Well, they decided to bring everybody back again and try it again, and wouldn't it be ironic if this was the year that they finally <laughs> broke through? They're going with a goaltender in Philip Grubauer. They're not going to start Braden Holpe in net. They're going with Grubauer, who does have better numbers as far as his goals against average and his save percentage. Um, he got a lot of the good the, the start. The final 18 games of the year, he had 10 starts, and Holpe had eight. Um, so they're, they're, they've decided, at least in net, that they are going to change things up a little bit and see how Grubauer will do uh, in the playoffs. He only has a couple of games of playoff experience, so... Uh, this one's a pretty close series. I think Washington's got enough to get by, but wouldn't be surprised if Columbus was able to get the win either. All right, so who do you got Eddie winning it? But more importantly, who do you have winning trophy Con Smythe? Boy, uh, i got to tell you, I haven't really thought about the Con Smythe. <laughs> I've been so busy thinking about who's going to win it. But, 
I've got Nashville again. I just, you know, in, in the playoffs, defense matters, and the cliche is still alive. The defense does win championships. But when you've got the goaltending and you've got that amazing defensive core that you can put, you know, any of your, your top two pairings, and maybe even your third, third pairing out there and still not really lose much, mm-hmm. I think they're hungry still. I mean, they had so much success last year. They go to the finals and lose, and I think that just kind of whetted their appetite, and I think they're ready to go. They've got the sentimental guy and Mike Fisher coming back out of retirement, win one for him. A lot of talent there, that home ice advantage. I, I, I'm going to pick Nashville, but that second-round matchup against Winnipeg will be unbelievable, I think. That's what I've got. Eddie, I'll, I, it's, I'll put it as simple as that. I, I think whoever wins that second round will win the Stanley Cup. Now, if Nashville wins, I think they get there. Likewise, if the Jets, because the Jets would then get home ice advantage in the Western Conference and the Stanley Cup playoffs if it gets that far. I, I think the winner of that series uh, hoists the Stanley Cup. I don't disagree with you. I really don't. Um, I think Boston or Tampa would be a great opponent in the final and make for a good final, but I, I have a hard time saying you're wrong. I think the winner of that second-round series between Winnipeg and Nashville, I think they win the Cup as well. Yep. Get some sleep, Eddie Garcia. Because it's the Cup, <laughs> you stayed up for us. Thank you, pal. Appreciate it. You, you bet. It's always good to talk to you guys. You're good to talk to you. We'll do it again. Thank you, Eddie. Take care. Okay. Thanks. Eddie Garcia, Fox Sports Radio. And the Puck Podcast, and there you are, a quick look with a guy who really follows the sport very, very closely. Mm-hmm. He's based out in L.A. and a huge, huge hockey fan. Um, Eddie Garcia, Fox Sport, overnight the Ben Mahler show. Which I enjoy. Back in the day, I used to listen to a lot more late-night yeah. <laughs> sports talk radio. Not right. so much anymore. No, it's a little more difficult, right? But uh, Big Ben is not so big anymore. He's lost like 200 pounds. Oh, I didn't realize. Was yeah. he a big dude before? I had huge. no idea. I mean, probably pushing five. You're kidding me. A monster. Yeah, you've heard his voice, I'm sure. Yeah. I never and, I've never realized. And they called him Big Ben. He's oh, just a tall guy. Well, there was an it's article like, that came but, out. But when you're, na- when you're Ben, you're always Big Ben. It's like when your last name's Campbell, you're always Soup. Right, right. right. Yeah, just it goes hand in hand, right? right? Yeah. So I guess I never yeah. equated Ben Mahler to being that big of a dude. But uh, he's lost a lot of weight and good looking for him. good and, and still working those overnights. Yeah. It's got to be easier on the three West of them. Coast. It's a three-man team too, yeah. which is rare in radio. Right? And they, uh, they've been together the, a long, long time. time. And hopefully, they've got a lot. You know how this business is. Yes, absolutely. Uh, cross my fingers for everybody that's doing it, mm-hmm. trying to make a scrape by and make a living doing this. It's uh, any media, quite frankly, right? Uh, in today's um, where we sit in 2018. So I, I just love looking over as you're going through the matchups and, and the way you're lighting up. Trent, I'm so freaking nervous, dude. Get your Jets gear on. I do. You are ready to roll. You know, I would have worn my uh, my white Jets sweater, but I, as you know, it's tax. It was tax day for you yesterday. Yes. Tax day for me right now. Right as soon as we get off the air, our man uh, Mike Hammond. Yes. Uh, Advantage Financial and Advantage Tax Services. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Absolutely glad you gave him that plug. I just didn't feel comfortable walking in in my Jets jersey. Oh, okay. A 59-year-old man wearing a <laughs> hockey jersey in Des Moines, Iowa. Well, look at this guy Something coming in. Something looks out of place, right? <laughs> now, I wore it all morning before I came okay. to the office, and we'll put it back on as soon as I get back to Ank. Uh, Trent, I'm giddy. So should I... I mean, five minutes in, wild jump out to one nothing lead, probably stay away from the text you? Yeah, that'd be a good idea. <laughs> Yeah, my phone will be off. Yeah, my phone will be off. You know, I, I really haven't felt like this since 
since Denver, you know, when I was really passionate, and the reason I was so over the top, well, hey, I lived there, mm-hmm. but B, the Jets were gone, right? I didn't have, my passion had flown the coop. So you had one team. So I had one team, and now my one team is back and still love the Broncos, but not to the extent that I did. This is it for me. And, and their window, Trent, here's the best part about it. Their window has just opened. Mm-hmm. And we saw the Blackhawks, what was it, seven, eight-year kind of yeah. stretch. Their, where... first, what, their first cup was, what, 10? I think somewhere that, around yeah. So And they won three in that uh, three in six years, which is remarkable. And the Jets are in that place. So you, you feel confident. Now, in the NBA, we know there's a maturation process in the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. You, you take your lumps, you learn, you build on that, and then you finally break That's through. That's why I think Nashville's sitting on a cup win, because they yeah. paid their dues last year, came out of nowhere. They're really good. I agree with Eddie. Their defense is the best defensive core in the league. But And, and again, full disclosure, this is my team. Winnipeg's forwards are the best group of forwards in the league. I mean, those first two lines are as good as any two lines in hockey, and they come at you one-two. And Kevin Gordon from Fox Sports North told us yesterday that second line is, this, the is, is as good as any first line in hockey. That's and that's Patrick Liney playing on the second line yeah, with a 29-goal score on the left wing and, and Paul Stastny. It's, they're so good. You know, when they first came back, it was draft and develop, right? Because mm-hmm. I told you yesterday, no free agents want to go to Winnipeg. Right. None. Yes. Yeah. So you have to draft and develop them through the system. And it was tough mm-hmm. watching your team get bludgeoned for – the first three years, and then they got in the playoffs, and as Eddie just mentioned, they didn't win a playoff game. They were swept. Another couple of non-playoff years, but now they're growing up. So when's the last time they won a playoff game? 1985. Wow. Now, they're gone from 96 to sure. 2001. But even that. It's nuts, Trent. It's nuts. You know what? So why did they leave? Was it just ownership? Economics. It was. The Canadian dollar was so bad. Okay. Um, the team was awful. You know, they weren't. They needed to sell out every night, and they weren't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when the, when, the, when the buzz started to go around that in a couple of years they're going to move, mm-hmm. you know, then you, you lose that fan base that's kind of not all in like most of them, you know, um, knowing that ultimately, why should I invest in this team? They're going to leave. Sure. Um but uh, Eddie Olchek played on the last team. Oh, he did. In Winnipeg, 96. And yeah. he took the microphone and center ice and said, one day the Jets will fly again. And here they are. Here they are. Oh, my. Well, uh, what have we got tonight? Uh, the Twins play when? They play, well, they're, it's going on right now. I got it over on the monitor. What? Right oh, okay. Yeah. Well, all right. I didn't see that over there. I'm looking at my screen while reading about my Jets. <laughs> yes. You're, um, you're a little excited, but... Fox Sports North's got a pretty nice uh, one-two combo tonight. Well, how about a state of Minneapolis, right? Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm not sure Fox Sports North has the wild. Right. Is it CNBC? I don't. Strictly CNBC. Some of those early round games, though, are also broadcast locally. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah. Then they've got a one-two punch. By what a what a night in Minneapolis. Hey, what are you, speaking of that, Anthony LaPana, yeah, the, uh, he's the good. play-by-play. You like? Okay. Yeah, I do. He's good. I just obviously he's about the only hockey guy that I know. Yeah, so. no, he's very good. I, I don't have a reference. It's him and Doc. <laughs> Those <Yeah>. are really, <laughs> I mean, realistically. And uh, who, who's the other one? Uh, uh, the boy. Um, the boy. Uh, Marv Albert's son. Oh, okay. Kenny Albert. Kenny Albert. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. pretty good. He's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, he's doing some games too. Yeah. Um, he, I hear him a lot on NBC Sports Network. Kenny Albert is doing Colorado Nashville. Okay. Checking in on that. Yeah, and there's a bunch of... Um, Do you know who has the national call on the Wild Jets? 
Yes, the national call is a guy by the name of Gord Miller and Darren Pang. Darren, Darren Pang, Pang, I've heard of. Yeah, he's the St. Louis uh, yep. analyst, St. Louis, uh, the Blues analyst on 671 um, throughout the season, played for the Blackhawks, okay. played in the NHL. He's, he's a tiny little dude. Really? He's like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, wow. He played goal in the NHL for five or six years. Wow. Panger. The panger. He, he did. All right, so... Um, Basketball tonight. T Wolves get got my, got my I Wolves. Saw that. I yep. saw that. I'm I wearing my Jets. You're wearing your Wolves. I don't have any wild gear because I refuse. Thank you. It, I do. I do have a uh, a hat, a North Stars hat. That's it. That's it. A throwback. I will not wear wild gear because it's a awful. Yes. The the, the logo is I'm terrible. With you. Yeah. The team name is awful. Mm-hmm. And they're the, the North different. Stars. And, and they're the North Star, but the Stars when they were left, taken. when they left, they should have kept the name like the Browns did. Mm-hmm. Should have kept the name there. Mm-hmm. I miss the North Stars. Yeah, you know, when Winnipeg first got awarded the franchise, there was uh, about a two month period where the fan base didn't think they were going to be the Jets. Oh, really? And they didn't let it out of the bag until the draft night, two thousand eleven. So late June. They'd been back for, I don't know, officially been back for eight weeks and still pins and needles. What's the team name going to be? Mm-hmm. And uh, the f- the first overall pick, who's the best player on the team right now, Mark Shifley, was their pick. And he had to take the stage, you know, you pose with your jersey. Yeah. He had an NHL crest on his, you know, so when he looks back at draft night for him, he didn't even. <laughs> but the, uh, the the owner of the team came to the, and it was in it was in the XL Energy Center in the Twin Cities okay. that year in St. Paul, and said with the first overall pick, the Winnipeg Jets. Nobody heard the pick. Because oh, uh, it went crazy. I bet. Went crazy. I pulled over. I was behind. Um, I'm t- crying now, tearing up thinking about it. Oh, my God, my squad. Better than the Blue Bombers. Yes, a tad. <laughs> a tad. Uh, all right, so we're back tomorrow. It's a Thursday. Who's here? Mark Morehouse is going to be here. Um, we'll recap Kirk Ferentz's uh, teleconference. I know you're going to play it later on during mm-hmm. Jimmy B and TC. We'll do that. Uh, Vinny Iyer's going to be here. Uh, that we know for sure. What do you and Jimmy B have caught cooking? Yeah, we got the teleconference with Kirk Ferentz from earlier today. Seven-minute little clip with uh, Coach talking a little bit about the linebackers, a couple other things. So did you hear it early? You must have heard it, right? I did, yeah. Heard, heard Any other news come from it? Uh, not a whole lot there. Just a, a few little snippets. Yeah, you know, yeah. Eight-minute teleconference. Not going to get a whole lot usually out of those. They also talk a little recruiting with the visits. Now kids can visit during the spring and summer before their senior mm-hmm. year. Uh, how they're going to be working on that. I thought that was pretty interesting. But also uh, today, coming in from HawkeyeNation.com, Rob Howe will be by, so we'll talk a little bit. Hawkeye Nation got a lot of run on the programs today. John Miller yeah. and now Rob Howe with you. Very nice. And, uh, well, we got plenty of things to get into and still shaking my head about the cancellation of the Iowa State spring game. Yeah, it's too bad, isn't it? I'm Though I did get clarification yesterday when I brought up Matt Campbell and that quote, with Alex Halston, mm, yeah. he did say it was in a joking manner. Yeah, I figured it had to be. It, it it had to be, but still, and that's the thing, when you read transcripts. I know, I know. It lost it's his, like when you read Twitter. Yes, yeah, send a text message. Or, yeah, is there a sarcasm button? I mean, right. If you, you don't include a smiley face or a, or a, that wink face or yeah. whatever it is, <laughs> you can't read tone. That's an excellent way to put it, no doubt. All right, we are back tomorrow at noon. Jimmy B and TC get you home from 4 until 6. Appreciate you listening, and if I may, go Jets go. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom! You ever wonder what you look like with a full natural head of hair? We'll find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. 
Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. And at the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Hey, guys. Nate Adams. Buying jewelry can be scary. When I was ready to propose, I went online first. But then I stopped by Christopher's Fine Jewelry. Christine showed me the four C's and helped me understand what I was buying. I got a ring that my wife loves to this day and a relationship with a local jeweler that is so important. If you're ready to propose, go to Christopher's today. Special engagement pricing going on now through April 30th. Learn more at Christopher'sJewelry.com. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com radio. Grasshopper.com radio. 